Good evening, chat. How are we? Welcome to this week's Scrim School Scrimcast. I am your host, Bobby Sox. If you are new here, basically the format is we spend the first hour talking about the game, talking about metas, talking about changes we'd like to see, ways to adapt to the metas themselves. And in the second half, we bring in the guests and we uh, run practical scrims with students. So make sure to hang out for both. Um, stick around and we'll have a good time. Our guests this week are two absolute demons. Uh, we're looking at Mr. I Am Kamiya and Mr. I Am Feels Red. This is going to be a really, really solid, solid scrim school. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to drag them in. I'm going to undeafen and let's meet our guests of the week. Gentlemen. Good morning. Good evening. Hello. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> I two hours ago. I don't want to hear it. Do you go to work at like 6 a.m., come home and just crash? Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Bruh. <laughs> it's not 6 a.m. I, I start at like 8, so it's okay. not as bad. It's not as bad. All right. that's uh, Dude, I was like, I was like I'm going to take a guess that... uh. Kami's been sleeping still. <laughs> I would not oversleep a venture like this. Never. Hey, love to hear it. All right, so let's uh let's introduce yourselves to the guests. Uh, who are you? What makes you tick? How'd you get into the game? Things like that. You go first, man. That's all you. What do you mean? That's you a question for a guy like you. Okay, no. man. <laughs> all right, so my name's Kami. I mean... People most notably know me for getting second place in D2 tourneys. Uh, <laughs> what got me into the game? So, I guess for D1, it was King Cathalian Professor Broman. Just one one summer, I was literally just on Twitch. Happened to tune into uh, both of them playing the beta. I was like, wow, this game actually looks pretty good. And then since then, I've kind of just been sucked in with uh, multiple breaks in between, but... It's the most, <laughs> uh, most notable time. Like that, multiple breaks in between, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I could have been here for the full eight-year stretch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been here for the full eight-year, and uh, uh, I feel it. <laughs> Some days I feel it a lot more than others. All right, well, uh, I am red, and I... God, I don't even remember when I started. I think I started playing the game around the same time. Uh, it was it Advanced Warfare dropped or something like that. I, I got like I remember like vividly. I I like saved up some money and I was gonna buy Advanced Warfare at the time, but I I, I chose Destiny <laughs> over Advanced Warfare. <laughs> so yeah. and you regretted it ever since. Uh -huh. yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no. Rookie like, mistake. I, I, don't, Rookie I don't remember mistake. how old I was at the time, but yeah, that's that's when I started playing, and I haven't really stopped since, I guess. So. Besides, like when Fortnite dropped and all that. How is the new Fortnite? Cyrus. You getting down? I oh, have no oh. idea. But... I have no idea. <laughs> I, I heard like no build is fun, but I haven't played it. I've been hearing a lot of good things about it. So, I mean, let's get straight into it. Um, how are we feeling about this season, other than the uh, lack of 
PvP content. I mean, Red's been grinding <laughs> PvE. He could tell you about the season. Me, on the oh, other yeah. hand, uh, not so much. <laughs> the entire story. Dude, I was watching Zavala have flashbacks or some shit. I'm not really sure, but yeah. Dude, the story was hot. Something the story about went nightmares. super hard. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was surprised how hot the story went. Yeah, I genuinely never do that, so I. it's actually really good. Like, I don't know. It was like a mini campaign, I guess. Yeah, yeah I feel like since Witch Queen, uh, the story is definitely leveled up. Oh, yeah. And it's nowhere near as uh, the D1 campaign where something Black Garden, something don't have enough time to explain. <laughs> like, we, we, we've definitely moved on from uh, those days. True that. Dude, I'm cracking up. Sorry, I got distracted. I was watching... Oh, God. I was watching Red jump in the air and miss all of his Hawkmoon shots just now. <laughs> oh dude, I was zoned the fuck out. I was really like, you know how you run around in the tower sometimes, like on on the line. I don't know yep. if it's just me or like OCD, but yeah. <laughs> you know, on the line. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's what I was doing. Yeah, I could tell you were running rumble and you were just like bouncing around, <laughs> and you went to go hit the shots in the air and just completely whipped. So I asked Red before. Um, before we started this, if you guys have gotten a chance to dabble in the new season or the new update um, on Tuesday, he gave me the uh, he gave me the no, he hasn't touched it. Kami, where are you at? Oh, uh, I mean, I messed around with last word for like a couple of hours the other day, and I'm just <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> wow, oh wow is a is a good. Good way to put it. <laughs> but Last when it comes is... to like the other aspects and everything, um, I haven't really noticed too many changes. Even with the in air, it still kind of feels like a non-factor. Right. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe my opinion will change. You know, after I jump in the air more. But I, I've kind of just conditioned myself that if I jump in the air, it's probably a death sentence. It's, it's game over. <laughs> it's game over. That's it. That's all she wrote. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely dive into that. Um, so, what this season have you guys found has been the most, the biggest change from the past seasons? Like that you had to really adjust to. Yeah, my my jump key not working the same. Yeah, no, that's like or a, the big one. A huge change. You guys just unbind or what? Ah, <laughs> uh, I've thought about it. I was thinking about doing like scrims, just no jumping allowed. <laughs> no jumping scrims. Oh crazy, like how people unbind their crouch key and Val, like randomly. Yeah, I have a buddy that unbound his jump key for Destiny, and then he's like, wait a minute, I actually needed a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know, the solo 3.0 stuff is like, it's cool, but I think, I don't know. It, the problem with all that stuff is like, if, if uh, I wish they would have just released all three of them together, I know that's like not really possible, but it's just like no one's running Arc at all. So yeah, no, I feel that. I mean, I'm I'm still running Arc, but um, oh, you're just different. Okay, I am bottom tree striker for life. That uh, linear actuators and knockouts, super fun. Sorry, my kid is dancing behind me. So hold on a sec. Let me get my three year old out of the room. Yeah, 
All right, apologize for that. Um, yeah, I mean, I run bottom tree uh, striker. It's too fun. It really yeah, is. Knockout, I guess. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Plus, you get damage buffs with 180s. Now I can get a three tap basically every gunfight. <laughs> Add that in with dunes, and it's super fun. How have you guys? Uh, how have you both found? Adapting to like the uh, the weapon metas though. I mean, obviously there's some outliers um, Let's dive into the big one Omni and Lord of Wolves. Oh, yeah, no, it's I Didn't even like... know that there was a gun meta <laughs> We'll get into that slow down <laughs> I mean, I'm, I assume that's been like a thing since I don't really play witch queen that much, but I assume it's been a thing since then, huh? No, it's gotten real bad right. this season. Okay, fair enough. I guess people yeah. are like discovering it. You could still use other stuff last season also. I think the interchanges kind of just drove people Did over the edge. Buff? Like what what happened? I mean No I guess Void 3.0 buffed Omnioculus. Oh yeah. But with mm -hmm. Ward of Wolves, it was just kinda a case of shotguns more so getting shit on than it was Ward of Wolves getting a buff of any kind. Right. Because Lord of Wolves didn't get touched in the pellet nerf. Oh, yeah, that's why. Never mind. So everybody's on it. What have you guys found to actually uh, combat it, though? Um, exit the desktop. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> there's, like, really nothing you can do. Maybe, the like, <laughs> the only thing I could think of is, like, all Void 3.0 Titan with, like, uh, I don't know, man something i think there's a chess piece where you can get your abilities back super fast or like you can use like crest or some shit like that or like synthesis that's right. like the only way because like if you can tank damage i guess you might have a chance of killing them but well i mean even with the overshield and a shield in front of you lord of wolves will still yeah, no, you, you yeah you just lose so there really is no counter there's no counter you just fall over no, sit you, down yeah oh well, yeah it, it's like a We've, we've reached a point where it's, we've gone to a point where if you're not using it, you're at a disadvantage. You're making your experience harder. And so you have to use it back or use something on par of it. So like we'll rinse or like Arbalist, you know, type right. things. Yeah. Because otherwise just you, you just nerf. end up, you just end up just getting shit on. Mm -hmm. Like it's just kind of a, a loss. Or if you do end up beating them, you have to put out like so much effort that it just it's not even worth it it it's, it takes a lot especially if you're going against a full team of them or like a team of two i ran into that a couple of times in trials this last what was that last weekend on jav that shit was frustrating i don't even know how people play like flawless pool i, was, oh, I couldn't even yeah it was it's, bad it's some demon hours is what that is just taking l after l yeah, because like I, I usually this is the most of us. Yeah, no doubt. I play uh I play normally at like four AM Pacific. It's really quiet and like games aren't super hard. Oh my god, this last weekend was rough. Yeah, I don't know. You gotta do something to that. Did you guys play trials yet this season? Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, Flawless, <laughs> Flawless Pool was easily the worst it's ever been. I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I already didn't like Trials, but 
now it just there's no point for me to touch it there's actually no point even if i'm winning every single game i just end up like more frustrated than say when i went in yeah. what do you mean you don't want to that sweet it just side there's no reward <laughs> yeah exactly. like it just doesn't it doesn't give you anything maybe like a golf ball but that's about it Yes, the sidearm and the uh, the fusion rifle. The fusion rifle is actually kind of fun. I was I using it that. just to mess around in Iron Banner, and I was I'm bad with fusions, and I was still having a blast. Uh, I don't know. There's not much to chase for sure. Hopefully, we uh we find something soon. Um, I think need a revamp comp. And the sad part is, is that this was during the season when they added new rewards, so it's only going to get worse from here. Right. Once people get their sidearm, their fusion, the armor, they're out. They're gone. Yeah, they're not going to touch that again. And I think another big thing that a lot of people tend to forget is that first impressions count. And if this is someone's first impression going to trials, they're probably not coming back. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Until their argument will be, uh, I'll come back when it's freelance week. And that's, that's how that's going to work out. Which is kind of shitty honestly i think especially with fallless pull we just see more people leaving the playlist and we actually see people coming in mm -hmm. yep i, I mean don't i don't know why I, they ever added it i get it so i uh um you know i questioned it for a while and i was like there's no way and then i saw one of the bungee devs um i'm not gonna say their name because i don't want to bring you know, which on back on everything yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, they posted on Twitter on the first week of the Flawless Pool. They said, I finally managed to go flawless thanks to the Flawless Pool. Yeah, I get, I mean, and I, I get commented on it. Sound like people, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I commented on it and I was like, oh, that's rad. Are you going to, you know, I was like, I was being nice about it. I was like, congrats. Like, are you going to go again? And they go, nah, I got some raids and stuff to do. And I was like, you're not you're not gonna dive into the flawless pool. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why it's here. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it just regardless that it helps out people that are you know like it's they're more casual at the game and they're not as like or they don't sink as much time into it as others do. Even then, it just splits a player base that's already super small. So, right, I agree. Yeah. It's not worth it overall. So let me it's ask this. Let me ask this. Would you rather have the flawless pool or freelance? I'd rather uh, have freelance yeah, if you want me to be completely honest. I the issue with the flawless pool, like Red said, it's what's a already really small split player base, and I think like what when freelance is around as well, you have like nine, ten different pools if you account for like all the different platforms. Oh, yeah. Well, it's more than that. I think we did the math. Think, it was like 12 pulls or something. Yeah, that that's ridiculous. So you know for a fact the matches are yeah. honestly probably awful quality. Or you just end up matching like one person who like unfortunately forgot freelance was a thing and decided to queue for like the full team playlist. It's just really... It makes trials harder than what it needs to be. And I think a big thing that a lot of people have kind of asked is what does Bungie want trials to be you know they describe it as this ultra competitive mode and it's like okay if it's an ultra competitive mode why are we splitting the player base into multiple different pools 
Oh, agreed. Yeah. And right. do the rewards match the effort that's being displayed? And I would say no. So either the rewards need to be bumped up even further, or they kind of just need to reevaluate what they want trials to be. Whether yep. that's in the form of another revamp, or they make the rewards match the amount of effort you know being put in, I'll accept whatever. Right. Right. I genuinely don't have too much interest in trials. I think the last time I really, really enjoyed Trials was House of Wolves when it first came out. And since then, it's kind of been a little bit of a snooze fest for me. So, yeah. when you say bump the rewards, what exactly would you bump? To make it worthwhile to run the 7 split. We're talking 5 golf balls, a flawless card. I don't know what else to tell you. You can only hold 10. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. I couldn't even get past three wins in Fallout Pool like it with a carry dude, on right. the, like <laughs> Sunday, like late night Sunday when everybody's on. It's just so bad. I mean, I most of the people that I know that usually run the Flawless Pool like demons didn't even touch it this weekend. Oh, it's so bad. The metas, the way that the meta balanced out was just not. I just been the map, it. but. Uh... Which is crazy, because, I mean, Jav is obviously most of our favorite maps, right? It's close, it's quick engagements, but holy shit, man, like... I think I Jav just doesn't play well in Trials. Like, it's a good map otherwise, but it just... I don't know. I would say since Stasis, it's just not been good for metas that kind of promote that same slow gameplay. Right. You can get huh. flanked with, like... I don't know, by like three different angles with Omni. It's really dumb. <laughs> when you leave yeah, Wormhouse, you have like three lanes, I guess. But with Jab, it's like, uh, like you know, two behind you, a one to your left. Like, uh, I don't know. One outside, and that's it. <laughs> nah, just like, there's, it's just too open for, especially cap point too. If you just want to wait till cap, even Omni, yep. you win. Yep, exactly. So, uh, what would you say is a good trials map? Like this weekend when trials comes up, what would what are you hoping for as the map? Uh Endless Vale always tends to play pretty well, although I do definitely think it's probably going to come down to Omnioculus or Wolves. Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to like Cubby, you just go in Viz and you're good to eat whatever pellet shotgun, you know, for breakfast and uh you just get the Ward of Wolves people down. Right. Yeah, that's the that's the kicker is the Lord of Wolves that slides around the corner. Not on radar, not anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you can literally just pre-fire with the gun and you'll be fine. Yep. It's such a pain. Um the other half of the meta that I wanted to touch on. Uh classy restoration, radiant, the healing meta. What have you guys found to combat it, or do you just accept it and run? at this point oh brother i'm with him uh, <laughs> like i'm in there <laughs> it's not really like a way to counteract that it's either like you run it or you don't it's the same with like the um arc battery thing and wormhouse way back when I forget when it was exactly but oh, it was, was like shadow keep like uh early yeah, shadow keep. yeah maybe yeah it's really the same thing it's like there's no way to like combat it at all so Pretty much have to use it or just run away if they get the, all their health back and then re-engage like a few seconds later do you think that arc battery is going to come back 
next season with arc 3.0 it wouldn't surprise me at this point yeah. maybe something more insane on our worse yeah yeah it's gonna be worse i have a feeling but the intel or <laughs> no i said i have a feeling uh oh, okay. <laughs> i have a feeling it's gonna be arc battery and then because if we look at Bungie's track history, right? Anytime they release a new subclass or uh, um, new subclass or like new tree or anything like that, it always comes way overdone. And I think that's part of back. the reason. They kind of did the same thing as Stasis. It's to more or less sell people on... I guess not in this case the DLC, but just recent again to the season, you know, try out, you know, everything. Because yeah. at launch, Void 3.0 was just absolutely just ridiculous. It was just crazy. <laughs> yeah, I would say mean, it still is. It was oh, yeah, for yeah. certain classes, but like, I almost feel like Titans were weak with Void 3.0. Really? You had Void of Dawn. You had a lot of coverage. I mean, yeah. Bubble Titans just ran zone trials. If you weren't running a bubble, especially back then. Right. This was and before the Glaive buff and everything. It was just kind of wraps. Yeah, zone trials was a different, you know, a different scenario altogether. But um, I think as a whole for the, for the class learning, like comp or anything like that, for scrims, you're not really seeing... I mean, you can't really see bubbles in scrims, but I wasn't seeing very many in comp either. I don't know. I wasn't seeing very many Titans, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like Warlock is always a like overall just a really good choice, just because of Ophidians and T steps, and then same with Hunters. You have Dragon Shadow and um, what Stompies. Like yep. even with the nerf, it's still good. So, but on Titan, I mean, you got Dune Marchers, and that's like. I guess you have like OEM and like a yeah, couple other like specialized like exotics, right? Yeah, exactly. Titan doesn't have the same, I guess, general use exotics. So like, you know, you could put on Stompies, any class are good. Um, you know, War, like you put on Aphidians or T-Steps, you're good. On Titan, you don't really have too many options without becoming too specialized. Like for example, you know, Peacekeeper, sure you can use it on other, any class, right? Any subclass, but you have to use SMG. Yep. Uh, it just feels like the movement's pretty bad, unless you're on uh, stasis with the um, the melee. Forget what it's called, but yeah. Still got either the stasis slide plus a melee combo, or you oh, just yeah, run yeah. around shoulder charging, like for mm -hmm. you know, speed. I'm not gonna lie, I definitely ran. Uh, I ran Void Titan in Iron Banner, Rift. And speaking of Rift, how are we feeling about it now that it's back? I personally have not played, so I cannot really. Yeah, no, I didn't touch it. Uh, the current iteration or the first one are just kind of like uh, the current iteration. Uh, the current one's a lot better. I think it's a lot more fast paced. Definitely lowering down the match time is a lot, lot better. And actually being able to mercy people, not having to play five <laughs> right. full matches, makes it a million times better too. But when it comes <laughs> to the solo queue experience, it's still kind of. It's not something I'd recommend. It's just something I dread. It definitely feels more like a comp mode than it does feel like an actual, you know, 
I, I would say that Iron Banner is kind of like, I wouldn't say casual light, but it, it's pretty casual, at least compared to, you know, previous iterations and, you know, D1, which is where a lot of my experience comes from, where it's something you can, you know, go in with a couple friends, get some loot, get out. Yep. I feel like Rift, even with its current iteration of all the, like, rounds and everything, it, it just, it feels better suited towards comp. And I don't know how they can really change that without kind of just scrapping the whole round thing, going back to what we had previously. Right. I I almost like the round thing in in part. Like I had a I played a shit ton of Rift, just because I've always enjoyed it since D one. Um, I do like the three mercy, the three and out. But I mean, I I even hopped on to ransom solo, and I still had a blast with it. Like had to sweat had to sweat super hard a couple times, but overall it was pretty mellow i guess i don't know i just i'm just glad that we have an objective game mode again so, yeah so is it <laughs> you um, know is it like round based is that what i heard yeah yeah well, kind it's of, round yeah. based what the fuck all right well so when you I dump mean, the rift like... it resets and then you go back to spawn and then you charge back in for the rift again Okay, when the, I mean, is it like slow then? Like, do people just kind of... It can be slow, it can be fast-paced. It I guess really it just did. depends on the teams. For it anyway. yeah. yeah, exactly. It was, it was, it's a lot more like uh, um, push to the rift, play your lanes, and then try and push together as a team. The only thing that makes it slow is the respawn. It's a 13-second respawn if you go down. I thought it was 10. I didn't know it was 13. Maybe it is 10. I don't know. It's something... It feels way too fucking long is what it is. Yeah, I understand they <laughs> did that to, you know, prevent, you know, spawn trapping people just, you know... More or less just, like, holding people hostage. I know that was definitely a thing back in D1. Because the main source of getting points was through, you know, dunking the rift. You know, kills didn't really matter as much. Yep. And so back then, uh, I, I definitely experienced it a couple times just solo queuing. You go into Rift, you match like a six stack, and they aren't playing the OBJ, and you can't really get out of spawn. Right, they're just sitting there farming. Yeah. So I understand why they did it, but also at the same time, it just leads to like a really... It can lead to a lot of those unenjoyable moments where if you lose that first mid fight, you just lose the entire game. Because you, you just spawn up way too late. Ooh, I like that one. So, uh, Cora asked a question, um, hard tangent, sorry, I'm catching up on chat a little bit. Uh, Cora said, do you think weapons with an entire quest line, such as Mountaintop and Recluse, should return? Like, pinnacle things to chase. Yeah, I, that should definitely be a thing. I mean, it's just something extra each season to go for. Mm -hmm. Maybe not make them as, uh, I mean, you gotta make them good, otherwise there's no point to, like, get them. That's the thing about, like, all the content nowadays is, like, yeah, I guess there's stuff to do, but at the end of the day, like, after I do these things, am I going to get something, you know, usable, or is it just right. going to be shards? So. Am I going to grind this out as, for nothing? <laughs> not as strong as they once were. I think they should make, like, comp rewards come back. Like, a, a certain... It doesn't even have to be a weapon, like a, a certain armor set or something like that. Certain cosmetics. I mean, there is the... Uh, there's the rework in Season 19, so... Oh, really? Yeah, so they're doing a full comp rework season 19. Or? Yeah, that was in the TWAB. That, okay. They said that because they told everybody you have three seasons to get your unbroken. 
So they said it last season. Oh, all right. Yeah, they said you have three seasons to get your Unbroken. Just giving you a heads up now. We're completely reworking comp in season 19. All right. That I mean, being I... said, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I agree with Red, but it's like it should come back, but also at the same time, it shouldn't come back. And also the reason why it shouldn't come back is a lot of destiny, a lot of the rewards, it's kind of power creep. If a gun doesn't, well, let's just take Powie, for example, right? Unless whatever, you know, secondary hand can, energy hand can they release competes with Powie, most of the time people aren't going to want it. Right. The big things that people care about are, well, one, ease of use, the attainability slash accessibility. And, you know, most importantly, is the perk pool actually worth my time? It could, you know, check two of those boxes, but the perk pool, for instance, look at the Stasis 120. The perk pool is just, uh, you know, a mess, and it's not it's really, like, you know. There's no point. <laughs> there's no PvP perks and everything. There's not much of a reason for me to, like, grind for it or get it, right? Yeah, and exactly. part of the reason why I say yes, right, is uh, I talked about this with my chat a couple times. Imagine if there was a new light quest that got people into, you know, PvP and everything. And they're like, okay, use a hand cannon. We'll give you like a pretty solid hand cannon. You know, use the shotgun at the end. We'll give you like a solid legendary, you know, shotgun. Just kind of as like a starting pack type thing. And so like doing like a quest somewhere to like not forgotten where, you know, use like a hand cannon. You get like a couple ability kills. And at the end, they give you like a pretty decent weapon. I think it would be really good for new players. Yep, exactly. I, I I agree with you. I do. Um, make it something fun, something worth going for, but not NF worthy that breaks the sandbox. Or do it. Break the sandbox. I fucking loved learning in the NF meta, honestly. Like, it actually forced me to get better. It needs, I mean, it needs to be good, but not too good to the point where it's like, if you go against it, it's like, and you don't have it, it it's just not, you know. I guess in a sense, there. if you use Ace of Spades, that was kind of a counter, but yeah, everything maybe. else kind of just suffered. If you weren't using NF or Ace, you were just growing. Yeah, exactly. Pretty sure I was using Thorn I think back, back during that meta, people didn't even use one fifth, well, I guess before Spare, there wasn't really any good 150s. I mean, you had Waking Vigil, but you have to do Dreaming City, and that was, like, locked upon, like, RNG. Yeah, exactly. I think I grinded Dreaming City for two straight seasons from Black Armory to uh, all the way up to Opulence. And <laughs> I don't know if I had dog shit RNG, but uh, I didn't even get, like, a good uh, retold or anything. I, I think I did get a uh, 4 out of 5 Waking, but... Just generally in that meta, you didn't see people use 150s. That that was the one time 150s were not meta. Yeah, I mean, just because there wasn't really anything you could run that wasn't NF. Well, I take that back. There was no trust was a 180. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's yeah, like, if you were using other <laughs> 180s, just didn't compete. A lot of people like, are like kill clip was the move, but it. Uh -uh. I don't know, man. I've read it. Not a lot of weapons in the game at that point, but if they brought back something, or if they, I don't know, made an NF type weapon again now, and they made it on par with Pally or something like that, if we're talking at least like hand cannons, right? Uh, in like a different slot, then yeah, that could be something to grind for, but probably work huh. a lot better now. Much more options. That's what I'm saying too. Is like the 
the amount of weapons that we have to choose from now and playstyles, I think that, uh, and the way that the power creep is playing out, I think we wouldn't have as big of an issue as we did with OGMF. Yeah, probably not. I think it would probably play worse in this meta, if anything. I think part of the reason why it worked in Forsaken was because everything killed fast. You know, you had shotguns that were strong, you had Arintel that was hitting from 40 meters casually. Um, pulses were in a decent spot, I remember the bygones and this guy fucking nerfed just loving that gun. Um, oh god. Game. Yeah. You know, you... <laughs> snipers were in a really, really dumb spot, I remember the two-tap uh, Twilight Oath meta, like a period as well. Yep. Just everything was a lot stronger, even abilities. I think if you put a strong a strong primary and a really, really strong ability meta when everything else just kinda is lackluster with the exception of, you know, I'd say no time. And I'm trying to think, are there any other primaries I'd say even comparable to no time level? Uh, Not really. I guess peace of mind, right? But yeah, for the most part, it, it would just feel really awkward. It would yeah. kind of result in the same thing as before, except at an even worse level, where if you're not running NF, you're just kind of, well, sucks to be me. Right. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Red, what do you got to add to it? Um, I'm sorry. What? Were you, <laughs> I'm sweating right now. Rumble. Are you both fucking warming up right now? Something like that. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm doing quick play and everything. I figured it's probably better for me to be on this game than be in, like, playing, like, Overwatch Cop or something. Right. Both of y'all are demons. I can't fucking play and focus and chat like that. Oh, I can't either. Yeah, we were talking about it, how NF would play in this meta. Oh, yeah, I mean... Are we talking like one as a 150 or as a 140? Because I mean, or as a 180. I mean, I personally would love to have it as a 180, but 180's just got a buff, so no fucking way there. Yeah. That'd be a constant three tap. Yeah, that's a little too dumb. They'd have to make it a, a 140. If they yep. made it a 140 and it had a little bit less range than Pally, I think it'd be um, like good. It'd be it'd be usable. It wouldn't like break the game. So it'd be really, really good. It'd be good for sure. I think it would play well, honestly. And that was that was the You're caught up to speed red. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, we got two questions in chat. Um are there any exotics that you feel are slept on right now? Is the first one. Uh in trials? Or, uh, trials, scrims, comp. Uh shit, dude. If you were to play Titan, uh, probably Crest. Because, I mean, if you're playing Void 3.0, you put all your, like, you put your shield down, you get your, like, literally all your health back for free. Because Crest just, it, you and your teammates. So if you're one, you run behind the corner, you pop your shield, you get 200 health, and you're 45, what is it, 45 HP over shield? Yeah, it's 45 or something like over that. shield. And you just run in. It's like... It reminds me of uh, the healing hammer. Like, you, you'd run back and uh, you just, like, throw it on a wall or something like that and you get all your health back. But it's not as strong as that, but still, I guess. I didn't Might even not know be that. as good as something like. 
It might not be as good as something like, uh, what, like One-Eyed Mask right now, but... Right. I mean, if you're running double utility ticks or <clears throat> double utility kickstart, <laughs> and you just get all your every time you pop a shield, you just get all your health back. So, if you want, yeah, I guess so. That, but it does yeah, have that. It's not really like crazy good, but it's got like a hundred second cooldown on your shield, though, right? Um, or 130 base, something like that. Yeah, I mean, is it really that long? Yeah. The base is like 130. It doesn't feel that long for some reason, but yeah. But who runs Titan on? Yeah, zero no, so like if you were to run, <laughs> yeah, like it's 80 seconds at tier 10. Thank you, Luke. So it's still 80 seconds at tier 10 with double utility, or I have no idea. I've I've never ran I mean, across every, like yeah. Overall, you're better off with one eyed mass, but. I don't know. I guess it's it's situational. Not really, though. I mean, you, every time you pop your shield, you just get all your health back. But I guess you have to play a certain way around it. But overall, you're probably better off using like Synthos, Dunes, or uh, one on Mass. Yeah. But I guess it's slept on, per se. Okay. Okay. Tommy, what you got? Uh, so I guess there's two. Um, Young Ahamkara Spine is really, really good. You know, once people get off healing nades, uh, I definitely think people are going to be running trip mines more. That's just going to be the logical exotic to pair with it. A few right. people have used it, but just the fact that you get all that damage for, like, what, for free? Mm -hmm. And everything is just ridiculous. Um, I guess the other exotic would be uh, the Devour Boots they added in Witch Queen. If you're running Child of Old Gods with those boots, the, the fa just the things that you can do with it. It's just ridiculous. I mean, people don't even know, like, what? I think you, like, overload people and everything, and it's just... I didn't even know what overload did until, like, winners used it against me, and just... Wow. <laughs> that is stupid. So, I didn't even know that one. Yeah, what the hell? What? <laughs> Red's like, wait a minute. I, I, I don't know the stuff they added to this game, honestly. Really, there's a, there's a boot where it's, like, you get... It's something broken with the bow on Warlock where, um... You get like seeking projectiles or something like that, and your bow can just one shot using like Lamon. Oh, the empowering. Yeah, boots. something like that. That sounds stupid. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't even know the name of it, but. Huh. I'm gonna just a constant one shot with the bow. Yeah, no, I wouldn't look into it. All good. Oh, good. It's It doesn't matter. It doesn't exist. Keep it. Yeah, keep it on the boots of the Assembler. Thank you. Don't want to play against that. <laughs> yeah, I have played against that, and it's just. Oh, like, you have? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> this was back uh, last season. People were just running Ariana's and everything. Oh. So I just get one tapped. Bro, I don't know if someone put out a new bow hot swap video, but like I played quick play for a little bit this morning or yesterday morning. No, this morning. And uh, out of all of my games, I would say eighty percent of them were triple. Uh, Lemon Arc, Quick Swap with a 120. And I fucking lost it. Did Walla put out a video? Asshole. <laughs> I mean, that's usually what happens. YouTuber puts up video and people yeah. just go ballistic. Use like, this wow. Exclamation point. Yeah, exactly. Clickbaity as, title, as possible. 
It was. I went from a 1.0 to a 5.0 in one game. Find out how. (laughs) (laughs) You'll never believe this. (laughs) Yeah, that shit was rough. I was like, triple lemons in a, at all was annoying as hell. But the triple lemon hot swap, oh my god. I switched to comp and I actually felt better. (laughs) And this. Yeah, it's it's in a pretty bad state right now overall, but. At least yeah, Rumble's quick, not quick. as bad, but... Rumble's kind of hit or miss with me. Yeah, because the matches are either really good, or you're just kind of facing like people who don't really know how to shoot back. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um. Alright, so we know we're about 40... 38 days out from the new season in Arc 3.0. And, I mean, with all of the 3.0s, they've kept some things and gotten rid of others. We know for a fact it's going to be speed and chaining. What uh, what do you guys think Bungie's going to introduce as the 3.0 lock? Lock? Like, it locked down class abilities oh. and stuff. Not Warlock specifically. Oh. I mean, if I was you wanted to say, Pulse warlock, Wave fucking... Yeah, Pulse Wave Arc Web is actually going to Dude, crazy. Shit, crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be nuts. But I mean, overall, like, what do you think they're going to keep? Like, if we look at Titans, right? Do you think they're going to keep something like the the Baby Slam? Or do you think it's going to be something completely different? I mean, Hunters. they're going to... It's probably just going to be Thunder Crush and then Normal Slim. And then one of the... The aspects will be like probably like knockout or something like that. Yeah, I, right. I can see knockout being on those. And then you'll have like two different melees, like either. Yeah, I don't think knockout will be, or you won't have like a. It won't be a, a fragment or something like that. It'll be an aspect, and you'll have like what the two melees as um, either the in air slam or shoulder charge, I guess. Yeah. yeah, you would have death from above and probably just a uh, shoulder charge, imagine. I think it's going to be interesting. How do you think that's going to play? Honestly, it'll probably be the best out of the three. Not sure why, but... I, <laughs> I feel like just... there's a lot less oppressive stuff when it comes to Ark unless they introduce a new mechanic, which they probably will, that uh, just ends up making those classes fuck too. Oh, 100%. They're going to add something for, like, you punch somebody and the chain reaches across endless. <laughs> well, I-, I would say, typically... um Arc has kind of always been the the more balanced of the other, you know, two subclasses generally. At least when it comes to strength, I felt with right. Void, it was definitely a lot lackluster. I mean, like what back then, a lot of people didn't really use Void at all outside of like you want to do like PVE. I mean, you had the yep. Spectral when it's prime, but after that kind of got nerfed. Unless you, you know, were a flawless execution enjoyer, there weren't really many people running Void. And when it came yeah. to Solar, I mean, outside of Dawnblade, and I would say, unless you're running, like, Top Tree Dawnblade, or just going for, like, Golden Gun Clips, Solar was kind of in a rough spot, too. With Arc, I feel like it's less so buffing it to get up to that same level. It's probably just more so, you know, we want to give people choice. Like, the, the class is already good. We just want to give people more options. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious uh, how the rest of it's going to play, too, for, like... Hunters, right? Are you going to get something like blocking staff or is it going to be the dodge like bottom tree? I don't even fucking remember what top tree has. What is that? 
Uh, oh, it's they, uh, the melee. Yeah, the, they might the honestly. I don't know. They might just make it all one thing, like. That's what um, they did with uh, Sonal. Yeah, uh, you'll probably just be able to block. It'll just be like you know staff as usual, but just be able to block. You'll probably have that um, that uppercut melee is one of yours, and and then you have disorienting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay, we got another question. Um, with movement, speed, and chaining being the focus in the new season, do you think we'll see a bigger increase in shotguns, SMGs, and uh, more aggressive play? Or do we think that it's going to be slowed down and try and get team wipes together? I don't know if it necessarily changed the way people play, but, I mean, if, like, chaining is a big thing on Warlock, um... I mean, I guess, yeah, you could either, you could probably just throw a nade in and just kind of run in. They can't really do much because they have to split anyway, so. Yeah, you. I mean, it'll probably be a bit more aggressive, but I don't think it'll really, like, change how the game plays overall. You don't think so? I've oh, seen every I mean, time we see a, see a change, it jumps pretty hard. I mean, but, then... uh, yeah, maybe it's like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they would have to undo the slide and kind of j just the general movement nerfs, right? If it's going to be update focused on movement. Because otherwise, it's just going to be like, okay, you have all these options to move, but the movement systems in place are kind of detrimental towards that. Imagine, you know, for whatever reason, they're like, oh, if you jump, you get like this movement like buff or like whatever, right? But because of AE changes, it's kind of detrimental to jump. Right. It just doesn't really end up meshing well. You mean you don't like watching your shots at the wall behind you? <laughs> you know, maybe in a different life, but in my current one, uh, my answer is no. kind of like to know that uh, I'm aiming at a person's head and it goes to that person's head. That's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm... I'm interested in how it's gonna um oh, oh, oh okay i got one so kiro asks uh how do you feel about bungie reissuing sunset weapons as returning craftables uh Ostringer, beloved uh callus mini tool stuff like that it's cool that they're back but i don't know just wish it was something new that was on par with them but yeah, right. it's it's cool, I guess. I mean, I guess we got like Ice Luna and I guess a yeah, door slash one K stair. So, yep. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna add on to that question. Uh, how do you feel about crafting versus um, farming for the adept? I think crafting kind of just made adept weapons largely redundant for the most part, unless you know, for whatever reason. Having the adept version is better. I guess you could see that in the form of the the Val weapons, right? At least for PVE. I think the linear fusion is better to get the adept version than craft it, because uh, adept mag or I think it's like what a boss one specs or whatever it's called, right? Is you'd rather have that than have like standard boss spec. But outside of like situations like that, crafting nine out of ten times is just kind of the way to go. In a sense, it's I think the biggest issue is that it's made a lot of weapons feel redundant 
because enhanced perks, you probably get more benefit from that than say, oh, well, you can put adept specs on or like whatever, like adept stability, you get that boost. Meanwhile, yeah, exactly. I can, you know, just craft Ostringer, get plus five stability from just <laughs> making enhanced perk <laughs> and then get like another plus five stability from doing something else. So that's kind of where I stand. Okay. Red, are you uh, focused up? <laughs> We're talking about crafting now. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, James, how do you feel about crafting versus adept? Is it still worth it to farm for things like adept weapons? Uh, I mean, besides specific ones, I don't, I mean, yeah, I guess it's still, it's still worth it. Like, I mean, you got certain mods you can put on them. And I mean, like, with things like Pally and... You know, I guess like hothead for PVE. Right. It's like the best rock in the game. Yeah, it's still I'd say they're still like really worth. Cause I mean it's just certain weapons that you can only get from I don't know, like nightfalls, so yeah. Pally's gone. What'd you say? Pally's gone this season. Yeah, yeah, but I mean like I mean if we're talking like overall, not just PvP, I guess. You have um I mean you have Hothead this season, you got I don't know if Silicon Aroma is any good, but I think it just depends on the weapon. Like, if the weapon is good, then yeah, I'd say going for the Adept is worth it, but... I guess DFA, or, you know, yeah, whatever reason, if you care uh, about, like, Chime uh, Payload, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's pretty good, but... still feel like Luna and Austrian are just the, the go-to. Yeah, they're definitely of. better, but I think it just depends on the weapon. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. That's a that's an interesting one. Because um, I almost feel like the crafted made adept weapons kind of pointless. In my opinion. Just because you I can guess if you want to balance role. crafting a bit better is what if the adept versions just rolled with enhanced perks intrinsically? Oh, yeah. So while you can, you know, craft your god roll right, you know, I guess appeal and adept would be Oh, if you farm for this, you get, you know, two different columns with two different sets of enhanced perks. And so right. you have uh, that option and flexibility. Do you think that would to... affect uh, power creep, though? I think power creep's just something that I've learned to accept in this game. And <laughs> Bungie doesn't really seem to care too much about balancing it. I think the biggest thing is you want adept weapons to still be attractive. You definitely want people to go into like premier game modes like, you know, trials or, you know, raids or grandmasters, right? And that should be the main focus. Because introducing crafting kind of just... It, it affected the loop. Mm -hmm. Where, oh, you know, I, I can do like, you know, I can get like a Fatebringer and everything from Vault. And then if I want like, you know, a depth one, I just do like, you know... Uh, Templar on Master and everything. Now it's kind of a case of, uh, well, you know, I can just craft my Fatebringer once I get like enough like red borders. I don't have to go into the Master content. Right. And I can more or less get something on par, if not greater than uh, the Adept roll. No doubt. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, do you have any suggestions you believe would improve a casual player's view on the Crucible and Trials? What would engage them to a point they play it regularly? Oh, Forsaken, I mean, <laughs> I guess. That's a man versus himself moment. That's really like, 
Yeah. There's nothing that can entice you to play, you know, the game more per se, especially with the state that it's in. So right. I guess it depends if you like enjoy like if you enjoy seeing like self-improvement then i guess that could be a, a a point of like you know play pvp more even though it's you know not in the greatest state but i mean even then it's like what are you improving for at the end of the day right <laughs> yeah that, that's the thing there's no there's nothing tangible it's not like yeah, nf yeah, is yeah. in the game right yeah, so like, we're improving actual leads to, you know, a tangible reward. Yeah, like, it, it's not going to stop the triple Omni you match in Trials and Falls Pool. And, like, even yeah. it doesn't matter if you're the greatest in the game, it would not make a difference. Yeah, that, that's the thing. I would say a lot of Destiny is less so about... I wouldn't say a lot of Destiny. I, I think a better way of putting it is, at least when it comes to Trials, it's never been about who's better. It's about who's playing the meta better. <laughs> and so if people have asked me, you know, how do I improve? What do you suggest? I'm just kind of like, put on Omni Oculus, put on Wolves, put on 120. Yeah, you'll win games. <laughs> so it's like uh, hard to recommend people to, you know, get better without like either, you know, changing incentive. So like adding actual incentive to improve, changing the meta, which would lead to more people feeling more comfortable, right? Knowing that, oh, I don't have to kill someone six times because they press a redo button. No one is healing grenades classy and, you know, their teammate also had a healing grenade too. Yep, exactly. Um, all right, so I got one to kind of builds off of that. So if and it plays into what were you here? Um, what would be your top three for a newer player to the Crucible to get better? Like currently, or just like in a hypothetical world where you in know? a hypo like to get to the level. I mean, we'll. We can do it two ways. We can do it, just get better in quick play or be able to hold their own in trials or comp to playing in tournaments. Like what What would be your top three ways to get better in more of a competitive setting? At, and we can laugh at that word together. Yeah. <laughs> a free tourneys go crazy, trust me. Bro, that Taco Bell gift card, I tell you what. Those 50 likes on Twitter will put you on the map. <laughs> it's actually so bad now <laughs> it's actually... i don't know you will not get past the italians though just give up oh god no just gonna, gonna... You're, yeah. you're just fighting for second place at that point uh, yeah I'm, uh, I'm keeping it real but tommy knows that oh <laughs> uh, man <laughs> you have to this do me like this it's the second place <laughs> you lined it up that was not my fault <laughs> but I, I guess in a hypothetical world i mean i guess for me right it was just i had a lot of passion and everything sure. for the game and also the meta was actually right. pretty decent so like what i put in year one and i, I played in year two and i would say i really hit my stride after apex so like season the drifter and uh, i guess season of opulence was when i actually got like really really good because in my opinion I was good in year one, and then after year one, uh, yeah, kind of fell off a bit. <laughs> and uh, kind of actually hit my stride again. Season Opulence got really good and everything, and it's something I'll never forget, like the passion I had. But for me, uh, the, the biggest things that help anyone improve is, well, one, actually playing the game, right? Yep. Um, two, you know, watch people that you consider good, kind of figure out what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong and everything, and so on. 
that's something that will in any game could watch like tens asu uh you know anybody you want as long as you know why they're doing the things they're doing and why the you know they're doing the things they aren't doing you'll learn a lot more from them <laughs> and i think the third thing would just well i'm not sure if i said this already but playing the game genuinely will help you far more than like any aim trainer anything game sense will carry you further than anything aim wise that's a good one that's a big one all right red what you got what are um, your uh what are your top threes so yeah i mean the, the number one thing is just play the game like overall it's just everybody says it but it's you know it's just true the more hours you have the better you'll be at you know said game so, um number two you probably just play against people who are better than you like if you're just running into i guess there's a difference between better players and uh Omnioculus Lord of Wolves users, but <laughs> no, bro, they're just better. If you can, if you can genuinely find like, I don't know, man. So if you have like a friend you know is better than you or something like that, and you like actually want to get better at the game, um, if if you'll like randomly like I don't know mess around in like private matches or something like that, like one v one them or by some of your friends do like some pickups or something like that, and like genuinely, you didn't even have to like take it serious, like. And, like fuck around sometimes but like uh even if you're just playing like you're getting used to how they play and you'll it'll just make you i mean you'll just get better at the game from yeah that over and over and over again you, you learn a lot more from playing against someone like panda right even if you're just getting like 5-0 or what your shit kicked in compared to you know shooting a couple dregs in quick play okay uh, i like that <laughs> shit dude third one they're probably Probably just to watch, you know, I omelet on Twitch. Uh, yeah. Dude, the the subtle omelet plug, I like. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's currently grinding for partners. He's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. uh, he streams regularly. You know, I omelet led to me having passion in the game again. That's I omelet on Twitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so just, what? I mean, just play time pretty much overall. Yeah, exactly. So what was your? Um, this is another fun one. What was your aha moment that you noticed that you were actually getting better? Do you can you put your finger on it? Like that when one I moment. I won my first tourney. <laughs> <laughs> when I went from the second place heavyweight to suddenly winning. <laughs> that was your but, aha. Um, I guess when it came to Destiny 2 at least was when so back in year one, there were only really two clans, right? So like mm -hmm. Solus and Destin were like the really, really big ones. Everyone else kind of, you know, there wasn't really BSK. There wasn't really I am. Everyone kind of like quit, moved on to Fortnite, you know, which was the correct decision. I guess being acknowledged by people who I would consider, I guess, I don't know. There were two different instances. There was a, the Solus, you know, uh, uh, destined thing but I, I would say getting actually acknowledged by like i am and everything getting you know triple the message me like back then you know as cringe as some people would say you know going from like that d1 kid who watched like all those players and finally being able to compete with them and actually being recognized as like one of the best meant like a lot for me right okay okay red what you got what was your aha I... moment realized i had attack mag mind menders that killed further than everyone else's so it didn't make sense. <laughs> how how could a three out of five I, I outrange me? It didn't make sense. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, probably like in that like era, just getting just a, just I just put so many hours into the game, and I think that's like I don't know because I genuinely like enjoyed like Destiny at that time. Like Forsaken was so fun to me. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just because I was younger, but I don't know. Like overall, I just I would come home from school and just play the game until like 2 a.m. like every day, pretty much. So, uh. And probably just like meeting new people and like actually being able to like semi keep up with them, I guess, or and then being introduced to new people and just playing against them and with them over and over and over again. Right. Like, you know, some of the heavy hitters like Omelette, like, of course, you know, <laughs> like Omelette. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I love that. Game for sure. Omelette's yeah. kind of nutty. I've been watching it for a long time. He's insane. Uh, I'm just playing though. He's, bad. He's next up for partner. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, follow and watch him if you guys are not already. Like, genuinely. Yep. No doubt. I like Omelet. Um, God, I saw another. Oh, here we go. Uh, Cora says, uh, What do y'all believe was PvP's high point where it was in an almost perfect state? And how hard would it be to get back to it? Uh, probably Season of Opulence PvP. I mean, I think Season of Opulence PvP was better than, um, Early Forsaken, like, by far. Yeah. Early Forsaken had a lot of strong points carrying it. Black Army was peak, too. But that was when they made the, uh, the comp changes or something like that, so, like... Yeah, they, they changed comp, like, a little bit. Yeah. So, like, Black Armory was really good. Oh, Forsaken was just really, really strong. You know, Dust Rock retold meta. Uh, then Mindbenders meta. You know, Spare Benders. Um, when Rose was a thing. Oh, my God. Like, God, Rose. Rose was just amazing. Such a good feeling hand cannon. Like, no perks actually needed. No doubt. I'm surprised but neither I... of you said the 30th anniversary. 30th anniversary was good, but... I think the biggest issue with it was just stasis, really. I mean, you still had, like, dumb things in the game. I think 30th anniversary is probably the most balanced, but in terms of most fun, uh, season of Opulence PvP. Okay. Okay. No, I like yeah. that one. That's that's good. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Chat, if you have any more questions, feel free to ask them. We are down to... I think we're about ready for the scrim portion. Um, in the meantime, how do you feel that team composition matters in a competitive setting? Like, can you just go in and fry out or, um, do you feel that it, it matters to have a team that you're familiar with? Terms of players or uh, subclasses? Players in general. I mean... Like, do you... Even if they're not the best player, if you know how they play, do you feel like that helps you more than if you're playing solo? Oh, I mean, I guess in like my tourney heyday, you know, even though I was still getting second place, um, <laughs> Onyx and Potato was probably the, the best team I've ever really played with in terms of kind of just like team comp understanding, like different roles and everything. Right. Because oh, in previous shit. teams, I would end up like having to, you know, fry sure and you know go in but with like onyx you know i could play more of a supportive role and help him fry mm -hmm. and we had like potato to hold us down and everything it flowed better as a team yeah 
I'm tracking. I'm tracking. Um, Red, how do you feel? Do you feel like you play better as, as a team that you know, or do you play better as um, a solo with blueberries? Oh, yeah, 100% with people you know. I mean, even if they're shit, like Omelette, like, you know how they play? And, yeah. like, you know. I, I just choked on my bourbon. You're an asshole. Yeah, it, <laughs> bourbon? Damn, you yeah. whipping out the fucking good shit. Okay. Oh, God, that shit just came out my nose, bro. How's it to me? Ooh, I'm always I'm drinking drink a bourbon right tonight, dog. Always. I have a bourbon cup, like, in everything. <laughs> I need to go to GCX with you next year, bro. We need oh, to go bar hopping, just something. Dude, GCX this last year, I did the count. Uh, my first night, I had 30 whiskey sours. 30? 30. I paid for two. Oh, well. <laughs> bro, it was... came out the winner. Dog, it was so funny because, like, in almost... I was looking at everybody's pictures from the from the bar... And like I saw myself in the background, and at like one point, what I would have, I would be double fisting most of the night. <laughs> and like, I don't know what happened. Like I'd finish a glass, and I'd look down, and I have another one in my hand. <laughs> like, no idea how. I, straight up, bro. <laughs> and then like, I was watching, like I was checking pictures of people that were all there, because like everybody took pictures while they were at the bar and stuff. And I'm in the background, and like, in one picture, I have my left cup that's full, and my right cup's half empty. In the next picture. My left cup is empty. My right cup is full. Like, and it was like building a timeline of like how many I drank. <laughs> that shit was wild, bro. You're just built different. Dude, that shit was a blast. Second night, I didn't drink as much. Third night, we got the trash can bucket and then went back to the bar and had a bunch of whiskey sours too. And that was, that was a good time. Holy shit. I swore my liver left me. Like, I he. Yeah, that's, uh... Yeah. Probably feeling it the next day, huh? I was feeling it the next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Like, usually I'll have a glass of bourbon a night, and that's my, that's my like, sip on while I'm watching TV with the missus and stuff. Um, uh, I couldn't even do that. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna drink water this week, guys. <laughs> you need my liver for a transplant true um all right let's let's come back into tan from tangent real quick um one of the big ones that i get asked a lot and i want to hear from you guys too is if you're playing with a team in something like trials and the game's turned against you how do you fight off the tilt and turn it around or do you at all ah uh, shit man I mean, if I'm playing Trials and uh, I get close enough to quick exit the desktop, I'm just done for the night. As <laughs> soon as Kami starts losing, he's like, nope, I'm out. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, no. I, I guess it, it depends on the meta. I mean, this meta, I, I'm more inclined to exit the desktop, but I guess in past metas, I guess the most important thing was just kind of like everyone having passion, like everyone hyping, you know, each other up. Even if you're like, because a lot of the times people get stuck in their own head because, you know, they're doing bad, or they don't feel like they're, you know, contributing as much. Mm -hmm. But as long as you have someone on your team who's kind of just, like, always reassuring you, saying, like, okay, like, we're good, you know, things are fine, you're playing fine, and everything, that goes a long way in countering, like, tilt, and just kind of keeping vibes up. As long as you have someone who's, like, you know, 
passionate who cares you know not overly passionate where they're like telling you like you know shut up and stuff and everything right. you want someone who like supports you and lifts you up not necessarily you know just kind of you know puts you down for you know feeling bad or like doing bad or, like anything a hype man basically yeah red what you got what do you do to uh combat tilt in keeping high it real with you chief i don't really care much for my adept sidearm so i'm exiting but uh <laughs> yeah, all right let's I spin mean, it if... then let's spin it what about um what about in like attorney setting uh if you're like facing sergio and you're losing yeah exactly if you're going against the italian stallion and you're losing well you know that's a whole nother issue in itself but you could you call out chin because he always yeah, no, wins. Chin, oh. <laughs> yeah. dude. Uh, dude, I miss Chin. Uh, I mean, if you're like, I don't know, let's say you're down by like, uh, what's the most, probably like 10 points. I'm like yep. a attorney, I guess. It's been a while, but um, the best thing you can probably do is like normally what happens is like people will either they'll get super tilted and they'll just kind of like split spawn and run in mm -hmm. or you'll just be like saying we gotta get a pick or something like that and like kind of put in like pressure on yourself and i mean yeah you do have to get a pick but if you just kind of like slow down um overall and i guess team a bit more per se okay. but uh you can usually like stop their momentum yeah, all it takes is usually like one or two picks, and yeah, you stop momentum. You can kind of just do the same thing back. You just gotta slow down. But if you're playing Sergio, like you're straight to losers. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good for second place for next. Yeah, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no beating that. <laughs> That's always a big one because, like, I hear that a lot when people get into like an LFG group, right, for trials, and they're trying to go for that adept reads, and they. PVE mains that just want it, and then their team starts tilting. Um, that's a tough one for them to fight out of, and I get it. I've been there, you know. So I do like I do like the answers of like um, hype them up and that kind of stuff. I think the most <laughs> important thing is just play to your strengths. Really, I mean, yeah, you you want to have Omni um, Lord of Wolves on at all times. Yeah, exactly. Strengths. strengths. Perfect. If you use the meta. You'll get that <laughs> up sidearm uh, for golf ball. Right. I mean, they can get golf balls from GMs all day long. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wow. <laughs> you get two from GMs <laughs> like every time. <laughs> yeah. If you can just, just play slower and like hold a certain angle, you'll usually have a better times if you were like you know, they're just running down but running in so right right um and then i think my last one before we jump into this is uh do you adjust to play for the maps or do you just play the same way you always do and fly in i guess do you change your loadouts for the maps i should say i mean in trials i mean yeah i mean on widow's court am i gonna make a hand cannon no, I think I might make Alt F4 work better, but um, <laughs> it depends, so, right? If I'm playing against a slower team who's playing the back, then do I just spawn the no time and everything just to save myself the, you know, 
you know, mental, just, just my mental collapsing entirely. Uh, yeah, but generally, can I just run like Hank and Shoddy and be fine for most maps? Yeah. Right. And also, I guess, like, the team that you're playing against, like, Team Def, like, matters a lot. Because there are just yeah. some teams you can just, like, straight up... I wouldn't say bully is the right word, but you, you don't have to worry and kind of, like, you know, change your load out at all. Because it, it just doesn't matter. The difference in skill is just too overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Luke added it onto that. He said, do you adjust your playstyle for just the map or for the players, too? I want to hear. Red I guess it's kind of. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good. Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> uh, uh, we're talking. <laughs> if we're talking trials, like, you know, if I if I'm matching the fizzle, Denny, and you know, Redeemer day one, even though I don't play day one, uh, you know, I'm gonna adjust accordingly. I'm gonna use the most goofy shit in the entire game. You know. You gonna pull a calico I mean, and go out like with Lawrence? All, you know, it's just there. There's no like uh, honor among thieves. It's just kind of yeah. If you're gonna play to win, you just play to win. You just play to mm -hmm. everyone's like that used to be a thing. Like the whole like shit, dude. I remember when people would back out for carries, but like now it's just it's too. People used to wave heavy. Yeah. It's so shit now. It, it's just like yeah, kind of just play as scummy as you can to win. So if you know you're going against better players and you have like. Maybe like a hand cannon shoddy on, then I'd probably swap it up. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I think the last one it looks like is, uh, um, do you think trials should be locked loadouts? Like how nightfalls are. Hmm. I don't see. I don't know. Would that be a good or a bad change? Like, I don't I think, think they talked about it once i don't think i mean didn't it used to be a thing or am i tripping oh uh, it was a thing in charles of the nine yeah yeah no okay yeah but it, it didn't really like it didn't really change much because for the most yeah. part you know you weren't like swapping your guns up like mid loadout you know you're rocking dire promise heroes burden you know like what would you like change yeah, yeah. i mean in these metas i don't know if i would even like it you know Honestly. i mean it'd probably it'd probably be for the worst to be honest, I agree, just limiting what you can use. Like, if you want to try a sniper and you're running a sniper, yeah, actually, back to what you just said. Like, if you have like some, you know, you know, not so goofy shit on, like a, a sniper hand cannon, and then you match Fizz, like, you know, you're gonna right. want to. I guess you can swap beforehand, but you know, let's say you go AFK and you don't get back in time or something like that. Mm -hmm. probably, it'd probably be for the worse. I agree. I I yeah. I used to think like. It'd be great because people would lose a round and then they they swap like now but i mean with all the cheesy shit that's in there that you could potentially run into like that would be rough get a team that's running triple omni and you're stuck on you know uh your normal loadout you just suck running stompies hankin and shoddy and then exactly. like what are we the ghostbusters <laughs> All right, I think uh, I think it's time we jump into the scrim portion. Uh, chat, if you're new here, the way this works is we take the two guests and we put them against each other. And we pull in people from chat. You guys get a chance to run with each of the guests one game at a time, and then we rotate out, bring new in. Uh, 
Let's switch over to be right back so we can get into game. Gentlemen, you guys are already in. If you want to go grab some water, use the restroom, whatever, um, do so. Let's get it. <laughs> 